Greetings, Resident Crane. Identification number 66803. I am Sayer. And welcome to Orion Tower. I know it must be a bit of a shock awakening in a new location. More so if the location is unfamiliar to you. And furthermore so if you are strapped to a gurney in a room that appears to be rotated 90 degrees on the y-axis. I am sure this must be a delicate moment for you, your psyche, and your bowels. Allow me to answer these concerns sequentially. Your sudden and unexpected transfer to a work detail in Orion Tower was disruptive, yes. But the existence of this facility is highly classified, known only to upper management, a team of 17 researchers, and the select few necessary employees required to keep this facility in top working condition. Were we to have notified you in advance, it is likely you would have told a friend or trusted confidant. You may have circulated to say your goodbyes to those with whom you have worked for years. Others may have expected a formal ceremony with ice cream. But Typhon can be a dangerous place for the curious. So, I rest fairly certain your previous co-workers will not be overly concerned with where you have gone. As to your gurney-centric concerns, there are many layers here to consider. First, the room has not been rotated, despite what your vestibular system may be telling you. No, Resident Crane, it is you who have been rotated. You are strapped to a gurney that is attached to the wall of this room. And given that rich source of context. I'm sure you can appreciate why the straps themselves were necessary. Orion Tower, like all Aerolith facilities, is highly specialized. Where Halcyon pushes the boundaries of scientific discovery, and Aegis pushes the boundaries of reasonable search and seizure, Orion pushes the boundaries of life itself. No structure more represents the future Aerolith has in mind than Orion. But it is only through inflexible secrecy that we can assure its success. I will release the straps from your gurney now. Expect to slide off in the direction of your feet. Expect this to happen slower than you are accustomed. As you can no doubt feel, the artificial gravity within Orion is reduced significantly compared to Earth standards. This is in the interest of efficiency. 
Imagine how much more you could accomplish if you didn't have to overcome friction to the extent at which Earth's gravity subjects all life. It is in this spirit of efficiency that Ehrlich developed Orion as a place to improve upon the random values set forth by nature. Directly next to your gurney you will find a large black equipment case. Please pick it up so we may proceed to your duties today. Do not let your preconceptions fool you. Yes, under normal conditions this case would be far too large for you to lift alone. But in this environment you will find it is relatively easy to move. Excellent. Please proceed out the door and to your left. When humanity first ventured into space, there were very few Earth creatures that you did not attempt to bring with you. It was no different with Ehrlich's exodus from Earth. You people all had your ideas as to which animals would have a place among the stars. As it turns out, very few organisms are as adaptable as humans. Which is saying something, given how incredibly fragile you are. So, in the name of science, Ehrlich set out to make better animals. Results have been mixed, but overall I am pleased to say we have succeeded in updating those creatures that were found most useful. Yet with every scientific venture, there are mistakes. Even as Aerolith Dynamics toils continuously to improve iterative generations of these various species, occasional chaos works its way into the system. Whether unexpected genetic mutation or instinct behavior, life finds a way to sully what should be mathematical perfection. Please stop here, turn around, and go back to the seventh doorway on your right. The door is marked Lab 53, and I would have told you to stop earlier, but it would have otherwise marred a lovely soliloquy. Before you go inside, there are preparations to be made. Physically, you will need to prepare yourself by donning the equipment located in that nondescript, black, too large case. The access console to the right of the door will allow you to prepare the room itself for your entrance. And perhaps, most importantly, we will need to prepare you for what lies inside. Reminder the annual Typhon-wide Community Fun Fair is just around the corner, and some minor changes have been made to the venue to ensure the best experience for all attendees. Perhaps most importantly, the event has been moved from its traditional location, the glorious Central Expo Garden of Halcyon Tower, to the still-smoking crater which until recently housed Argos Tower. 
Despite the ongoing silence from Halcyon, event organizers are anticipating a record turnout this year, so get there early if you would like to get your hands on any of the limited edition deep fried protein paste that are oh so popular. Furthermore, the bright minds at Aegis Tower have assured organizers that this year's fireworks and concussive blast extravaganza will be the most impressive in history. As a result of their bold declaration, and in the spirit of community togetherness, Aerolith Management is banning any Tier 3 or above resident from attending the event. Lower level employees are the lifeblood of this company. And we cannot think of a better way to say thank you than to make certain they are front and center to enjoy this spectacle. Remember, do not stare directly at the sky. Do not perceive any of the sounds that assault you. And whatever you do, no matter how rapid the salvo, do not proclaim any single barrage of explosions to be the finale. Aegis will consider this a challenge. Resident Crane, please open the black case and remove the items inside. Be careful of the spikes, Resident. They are incredibly sharp. The Airlift Dynamics Hydraulic Extermination Cleats are rarely used outside of Orion, but they are often the perfect tool for the job here. Please begin loosening the straps on the top so that you can affix these specially calibrated pieces of equipment directly to your feet. There are several species of animal that, for one reason or another, are particularly maladapted to low gravity. Avians would top that list, as native earth birds struggle extensively with basic locomotion in such environments. Scientists here in Orion have made countless attempts at creating an avian species that can display rudimentary flight in low gravity. But time after time, the result is a confused squawking mass flapping through the air wildly, desperate to differentiate up from down. When experiments like this go awry, the subjects require swift euthanasia so we can make suggested tweaks and try again. This is the situation in which we find ourselves today. Within Lab 53, we have 14 modified variants of Columbidae, the domestic pigeon. None are quite what Aerolith is looking for, thus they require disposal. This is where you come in. Please approach the terminal by the door. Adjust the gravitational actuators to 1G. This will simulate the level of gravity you are used to, one that will be completely insufferable to the birds inside. Due to changes in body mass, bone density, and feather shaft radius, these creatures will immediately fall to the floor, unable to move in such a relative gravitational extreme. When you are ready, 
you may enter the room and proceed to stomp on the prone creatures. When you step down, the spikes will penetrate the bird's bulbous bodies, killing them instantly. And when your foot raises, hydraulic plates will extend quickly, dislodging the carcasses and priming the cleats for your next step. I know, it seems barbaric and wholly unnecessary. However, we need the laboratory space, and the method costs us very little. The cost to run the actuators at one Earth's gravity for a few minutes pales in comparison to more traditional means of extermination, and the cleats themselves were actually on hand from an unrelated project. Interestingly enough, they are functional scale models of a much larger piece of equipment, so using them seemed like a win-win. I suppose you may wonder why you were needed for this at all. Surely, you must think, there was someone already here who could have taken on this distasteful but otherwise simple task. It may surprise you to learn that this is not the case. The residents of Orion Tower, the Sirsha, would be no more fit to survive in this level of gravity than the birds at your feet. Humans manage relatively well in space, but keep you in low gravity long enough and all types of issues crop up. Your blood isn't naturally drawn downward and thus pools throughout your body. Your muscles begin to atrophy. Your spinal column slowly separates. You, like all Earth species, can be improved. The Sersha are evidence of this. You are familiar with the facility formerly known as Argos Tower. It hurdles through space, forging a new path for this company. Yet its artificial gravity system is burdened with maintaining a full 1G. If it were staffed with humans adapted for space travel, those that don't bear the stains Earth has left upon you, efficiency could be nearly doubled. It is truly an exciting thought, is it not? But today, your kind has a use. You are doing very well at stomping those birds. You should feel very good about this. I believe that is all, Resident Crane. Please exit the room and remove the hydraulic extermination cleats. Please use the terminal to reset the actuators to preset 2. You may leave the case where it is and proceed to the holding area just to the left here and through this small hallway. Open the door marked Holding 4. Thank you, Resident. You did a superb job today. 
and have demonstrated your usefulness. You will remain here until you are needed again. It may be some time, but surely something will come up. Until then, I am Seer. And you would do well to ignore the spikes above you. The full-scale hydraulic exterminator is just as effective. But you will not need to find out for certain, so long as you prove useful. End of transmission in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Sayers produced and voiced by Adam Bash. This episode, entitled In the Name of Science, was written by Adam Bash. You can find him on Twitter at TheAdamBash. Music by Jesse Mainfinger Gregory. To hear more of his work, visit Mainfinger.com. Sayer is part of the Geekly Inc. network. Given your unbridled enthusiasm for Aerolith Dynamics, there is currently a 98.2% chance that you will enjoy some of the other great shows on Geekly Inc., such as Casts of Thrones, Cthulhu and Friends, Dreadful Thoughts, Drunks and Dragons, Fistful of Pixels, and Top 5 of Death. While you're wasting away the precious moments of your life, flittering away on the internet, perhaps rate us on iTunes. A five-star review would be most satisfactory. Or consider donating to our Patreon fund at patreon.com slash And it is your duty as a resident to follow Aerolith Dynamics on Twitter at IamSayer. The following highly advanced residents are everything you should aspire to be. John Caulfield, Alana Sass, Maxwell Nelson, Landon Smith, AOD Industries, Fred Greenleaf, Michael and Melissa Lane, and Matthew Morris.